Greetings. This podcast is going to cover day five of the six days in December that General George Washington and the Continental Army encamped on Rebel Hill, where I grew up in Gulf Mills in Pennsylvania. This is Sheila Vance, author of the book, Six Days in December, General George Washington's and the Continental Army's Encampment on Rebel Hill, and the novel, Becoming Valley Forge, which is the title of this podcast. You can find my podcast on the previous four days and the lead up to the six-day encampment on Rebel Hill and Gulf Mills in earlier episodes on this podcast. So let's move on to day five, because what a day day five was. Listen, you'll understand. Day 5, December 17th, 1777, General Washington issues inspirational orders announcing the move to Valley Forge and prepares for the nation's first Thanksgiving celebration on Rebel Hill and Gulf Mills. Side note, we didn't learn about this in school growing up, and the nation's first Thanksgiving celebration was on Rebel Hill. Wow. Okay, so December 17th, 1777 was a momentous day on Rebel Hill and Gulf Mills. After weeks of debate, General Washington decided on Valley Forge as the site of the Continental Army's winter quarters. Nothing that I could write about General Washington's decision is more eloquent and moving than his general orders for that day, which appear in the book in full text. And But I'll read it to you. In those orders, Washington mentions that the march to winter quarters will be delayed for a day so the Continental Army can celebrate the the new nation's first Thanksgiving. The Continental Congress, on November 1st, 1777, proclaimed that on December 18th, 1777, the new nation would stop and give thanks to God for blessing the nation and the troops in their quest for independence and peace. The Thanksgiving proclamation is, again, eloquent, and the full text of General Washington's order follows in the next segment. General Orders, Headquarters at the Gulf, December 17, 1777. The Commander-in-Chief, with the highest satisfaction, expresses his thanks to the officers and soldiers for the fortitude and patience with which they have sustained the fatigues of the campaign. Although in some instances we unfortunately failed, Yet upon the whole, heaven hath smiled on our arms and crowned them with signal success. And we may, upon the best grounds, conclude that by a spirited continuance of the measures necessary for our defense, we shall finally obtain the end of our warfare, independence, liberty, and peace. These are blessings worth contending for at every hazard, but we hazard nothing. The power of America alone, duly exerted, would have nothing to dread from the force of Britain. Yet, we stand not wholly upon our ground. France yields us every aid we ask, and there are reasons to believe the period is not very distant when she will take a more active part by declaring war against the British crown. Every motive, therefore, irresistibly urges us, nay, commands us, to a firm and manly perseverance in our opposition to our cruel oppressors, to slight difficulties, endure hardships, and condemn every danger. The general ardently wishes it were now in his power to conduct the troops into the best winter quarters, 
But where are these to be found? Should we retire to the interior parts of the state? We should find them crowded with virtuous citizens who, sacrificing their all, have left Philadelphia and fled thither for protection. To the distresses, humanity forbids us to add. This is not all. We should leave a vast extent of fertile country to be despoiled and ravaged by the enemy, from which they would draw vast supplies, and where many of our firm friends would be exposed to all the miseries of the most insulting and wanting depredation. A train of evils might be enumerated, but these will suffice. These considerations make it indispensably necessary for the army to take such a position as will enable it most effectually to prevent distress and to give the most extensive security. And in that position, we must make ourselves the best shelter in our power. With activity and diligence, huts may be erected that will be warm and dry. In these, the troops will be compact, more secure against surprises than if in a divided state and at hand to protect the country. These cogent reasons have determined the general to take post in the neighborhood of this camp, and influenced by them, he persuades himself that the officers and soldiers, with one heart and one mind, will resolve to surmount every difficulty with a fortitude and patience becoming their profession and the sacred cause in which they are engaged. He himself will share in the hardship, hardship and partake of every inconvenience. Tomorrow, being the day set apart by the Honorable Congress for public thanksgiving and praise, and duty calling us devoutly to express our grateful acknowledgments to God for the manifold blessings he has granted us. The General directs that the Army remain in its present quarters and that the chaplains perform divine service with their several corps and brigades, and earnestly exhorts all officers and soldiers whose absence is not indispensably necessary to attend with reverence the solemnities of the day. And that's the end of the very, very inspirational general orders. In the next segment, I'm going to read the Continental Congress's first Thanksgiving proclamation. So stay tuned. This is the Continental Congress's first Thanksgiving proclamation, and it reads, In Congress, November 1st, 1777, For as much as it is the indispensable duty of all men to adore the superintending providence of Almighty God, to acknowledge with gratitude their obligation to him for benefits received, and to implore such farther blessings as they stand in need of, and it having pleased him in his abundant mercy, not only to continue to us the innumerable bounties of his common providence, but also to smile upon us in the prosecution of a just and necessary war for the defense and establishment of our unalienable rights and liberties, particularly in that he hath been pleased in so great a measure to prosper the means used for the support of our troops and to crown our arms with most signal success. It is therefore recommended to the legislative or executive powers of these United States to set apart Thursday, the 18th day of December next, for solemn thanksgiving and praise, that with one heart and one voice the good people may express the grateful feelings of their hearts and consecrate themselves to the service of their divine benefactor, and that together with their sincere acknowledgments and offerings, they may join the penitent confession of their manifold sins, 
whereby they had forfeited every favor and their humble and earnest supplication that it may please God through the merits of Jesus Christ mercifully to forgive and blot them out of remembrance, that it may please him graciously to afford his blessing on the governments of these states respectively and prosper the public counsel of the whole to inspire our commanders both by land and sea and all under them with that wisdom and fortitude which may render them fit instruments under the providence of Almighty God to secure for these United States the greatest of all human blessings, independence and peace that it may please him to prosper the trade and manufactures of the people and the labor of the husbandmen, that our land may yet yield its increase, to take schools and seminaries of education, so necessary for cultivating the principles of true liberty, virtue, and piety, under his nurturing hand, and to prosper the means of religion for the promotion and enlargement of that kingdom which consisteth in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And it is further recommended, that servile labor and such recreation as, though at other times innocent, may be unbecoming the purpose of this appointment, be omitted on so solemn an occasion. Extract from the minutes, Charles Thompson, Secretary. So that ends my reading of some key documents from day five of the six days encampment on Rebel Hill and Gulf Mills. What a day that was. So, now, come back tomorrow, listen to the next episode, which is going to be day six, the Thanksgiving celebration. Peace.